0: The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. That famous story of a couple who they had one and only child and the boy got this terrible sickness and the doctors already gave up hope. And they said that uh, he doesn't really have much of a chance. And on the way home, they stopped off in Rodden and they came to the, Chafetz Chaim was already very old and he wasn't seeing people anymore, but they begged and pleaded. And one of the family members because it was an only child, they brought him in, and the mother started crying and begging, Please, please, give him a blessing to live. And he says, Well, what can I do? How, what, what can I do for you? And, and they pushed, and the Chafetz Chaim said, What can I do for you? And, I, and then finally, this family member said to Chafetz Chaim, It's their Ben Yachid. It's their only child. And it's like us, we're the Ben Yachid. So Chafetz Chaim looks at the mother, she's crying, and he says, if you take upon yourself that by Chatzot your Shabbat table is already made the beautiful tablecloth is out the silverware, the china is out the candlesticks are already on the table ready to go and when you Meqabel Shabbat and you light candles there's no malacha done in the house at all so your table is ready from Chatzot and when you accept Shabbat by candle lighting, there's no Melechah done in the house at all! You'll see that the child will get better. The woman said at that moment, she took upon herself, nothing to talk about. They walked out, they went home. And as on the journey home, they started to see the color in the face of their child come back. Just on the Kabbalah, you know what Shabbat is. Come on, you know what this is. Oti beiniu benechem. This is what we got between us. Nothing else. This was so powerful, can undo the angel. This is so powerful, can knock out the shor and the chamor. Do you understand what Shabbat is? This is Kitisa et Rosh. You want to be ma'ale, you want to elevate your rosh. When you elevate your rosh, you end up with Shabbat. It's a Jew that's elevated. You take upon Shabbat, lo, all your sins. The time they got to the city, the kid already was showing signs of miraculous relief, miraculous recovery. They couldn't believe their eyes. They went running back to the doctors. They gave up hope on the kids and they said, You're liars. Bring us your other son. That's what the doctors told the parents. You're liars. You switched the kids just to make us crazy. Bring us the other. They said, We have an only child no, this cannot be the same kid that you brought to us. The kid that you brought to us, we didn't want to tell you at the time. He had complete heart failure. His heart was completely out. His lungs were about to collapse. We told you to take him home because there was nothing possible to do. And then when they bounced, they came past the Chafetz Chaim, they found out that Shabbat is always there. It saves the lives of Jews. It's not normal. Unreal. My father-in-law, Butchi's son, he had the Kal of a Rebbe, Zechet Lebracha, by his house many, many years ago. The Kal of a Rebbe, the Holocaust survivor, I'm sure you remember, he was the Hasidish Admor without a beard. Because the Nazis, Yamach imam V'Zichran, they ripped the roots out of his beard when they used to torture the Hasidisha Rebbes and the Jews. To them, they got kicks out of that. These monsters... That was their entertainment, ripping the, the beards out of the face of these great tzaddikim. So he came to my father-in-law. He was looking for a house in the community to stay by, and they invited him. And he was staying there, and when people heard this great Sadiq was here, everyone started coming, swamping to the house to get his berachot. One woman came to the house, long story short. And she was begging and pleading. It was an emergency, and they let her in. And she needed an interpreter. The interpreter came in and the Rebbe looks at the woman says, what? and she starts crying, she says. "Just came from the hospital, they diagnosed her with this cancer. She had this tumor in her the size of a baseball. The doctors told her she has no hope, go home, you have a few weeks. There's no, there's no way to operate, you're done. She's crying to the Rebbe, begging please, I'm still young. The Rebbe looks at one question. What happened to your Shabbat? Do you still keep Shabbat? She says, when the kids were young, we used to keep Shabbat. Now they're all out of the house. Just me and my husband. So we fell out of it. I went back to, he went back. No Shabbat, no Shabbat, Ay ay ay. The Rebbe told her, if you take upon yourself to keep Shabbat, you'll laugh at the doctors. Kalva Rebbe. <laughs> unbelievable. With those unbelievable chizuk words, she left. Three weeks later, she comes back banging down the doors, Erev Shabbat. And she says, "I, I, I got I, I, The rabbi's still, he says, no, he went back to B'nai Brak. He was only here for a few days. He says, what happened? She says, I just came from the hospital now. They just took another MRI. The doctor came in, his face was white. He was holding the x-ray and his hands were shaking. He says, you're not going to believe this. We made this terrible mistake. You, you don't have a, 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 a cancerous tumor in you. You're seven weeks pregnant. She says, where's the rabbi? I've been keeping Shabbat for the last three weeks. Where is he? So an American rabbi goes down to Miami Beach. I was just there last week. And he was giving a drush in one of the shuls. To an older crowd, you know. And he tells the famous story of the Chafetz Chaim. About that boy. Everyone knows the story about that boy. A boy in Raden Yeshiva who was caught on Shabbat smoking a cigarette. And they know what to do with him. They think about throwing him out. And they decided they're going to send him to the Chafetz Chaim. He'll talk to him. He says the boy was sent into the Hafez Chaim. He says, no one really knows what happened behind closed doors. But what they do know is he came out after a few minutes. His face was white as a sheet. And he never desecrated Shabbat again. Took upon himself to keep Shabbat perfect for the rest of his life. And the rabbi ends off the speech by saying, I wish I was in that house. I wish I knew. (laughs) What? Chafetz Chaim said to him to turn a boy around like that in a matter of minutes never to desecrate Shabbat again. The speech was over. Everybody leaves the show. There's one old man sitting in the back of the show, And his head is down. And he's shaking. He's shaking. And he's crying. And the rabbi sees He's thinking like he walks up and says, you okay? He couldn't even look up at him. The old man says, where did you hear that story about the boy who smoked the cigarette in the yeshiva of Raden on Shabbat? He says, I don't know I heard it from my rebbe." It's, it's kind of a famous story. He says, I was that boy. I was the kid. It's true. I'm gonna tell you what happened behind closed doors wanted to throw me out of the yeshiva and instead they decided to first send me to the hafez chayim he says when I walked up to the door of the hafez chayim my knees were shaking I was scared how do you face the gadol door after you did something like that he says I walked into the house I saw the hafez chayim was very short he came up to barely my shoulders he says I looked around I was taken by the by the poverty of the simplicity of what the house looked like with nothing in it he says the rabbi walked up to me and he was whispering he was whispering and he took my hand and he started rubbing my hand and i heard him whispering something over and over again over again but his eyes were so clenched and so closed till suddenly he opens his eyes and looks at me right in the eye and a river of tears come down from his eyes onto his cheeks and I hear him whispering Shabbos Shabbos Helica Shabbos and the more he says Shabbos he started crying more and more He says, one of the tears of the Hafez Chaim dropped on his hand. It felt like something burnt a hole straight through his hand. And he says he started shaking. And the Monach Hafez Chaim said, Shabbos, Shabbos. He says, I started crying. My Neshama was screaming, Shabbos. He says, we ended up crying on each other. He said, not a word more than that. And I walked out and swore to myself, I will never desecrate Shabbat again. I saw how much it meant to him. Now I know how much it means to us. Shabbat Shalom. I would like to encourage all of you to go onto that website, storiestoinspire.org. You will be inspired by the great stories that are right there for all of us.